0: Hey guys. Welcome back. Welcome back to my podcast Cookies with Sophie. I am your host Sophie and we are back for the third episode. Time is literally flying. I feel like I just created this podcast like a few days ago. But of course, it has to be the third episode. Um so, it's really cool so far we have talked about aesthetics and fan pages. So if you haven't heard those episodes, make sure to check it out. And there's grab wait sorry i want to tell you guys to grab your cookies because well actually i want to well i'll just say it today we are talking about small businesses which is of course another broad topic because I wanna have a lot to talk about. This is gonna be a very meaty episode. I'm gonna be sharing some of my personal experiences with selling stuff in general, interacting with customers and having a small business. And I did reach out to some amazing small businesses to get some testimonies. So you will also be hearing those and you will be hearing my reaction. And make sure guys, if you do wanna keep connected with the podcast that you are following Cookies with Sophie on Instagram, Follow anyone because it literally can make someone's day in just a click, but if you do want to keep up with the updates and when new episodes come out, which if you didn't know is every Sunday at like maybe like 11, I'm not really sure, I do it in the morning, but like basically around 1, so just check my podcast around that time and then you can hear my episodes, and I want to thank you guys for listening It's still crazy to me that I can just talk about something and that people will be willing to listen to it. I know I say this a lot. But anyway, um, like I did last time, I want to give you guys a little bit of a life update before I start this um, episode. I just want to tell you guys what's been going on. So, basically what's been going on. um, I had, like, a lot of math assessments this week, and I'm not really sure why. And, um, by the way, if you are wondering about the test i have taken it so from last time um yeah so basically i've been obsessed with rainbow again i've also um decided that i'm going to be doing dance so if you guys are interested in dance then um that's cool, because I might be doing an episode on dance, because it's another broad topic, I like broad topics for my podcast episodes, and today I made a little loomy groomy sushi by Chloe Looms on YouTube, and, um, yeah, I have a lot of stuff right next to me, I have my safety eyes and everything, but anyway, that's basically what's been going on, no, my Etsy shop is not up yet, and yes, I do need to post on Instagram, I'm sorry if I'm not as active as I should be, it's just that I'm managing a lot of accounts, so I'm thinking of quitting some of my TikTok accounts. So don't worry, you will still get more of me. Just a few of the duplicate fan pages that I have for basically no reason it is impossible to be active on all of them. But yeah, and without further ado, people always used to say "without further ado" on YouTube. But let's get into it. That was so cheesy. Anyway, grab your cookies. So basically. I wanted to go through kind of like a timeline of my whole life and just what it means to me to be um, having small businesses. And I want to start at one like kind of point because I wouldn't be here without like a really, well, it's a popular park in my town. And basically everyone goes there and um, just plays there and hangs out there. Um, So that's basically the perfect place for me to start my own business but anyway so we are going to start when I was like very little I was like seven maybe seven yeah I've always had like a love for kind of selling a product or service and just interacting with customers seeing what they think um just everything about that um so basically I was really 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 obsessed with babysitting and I know like when you're little you're gonna want to babysit right but then when you get older you're like I don't really want to do this but it sounds really fun when you're like seven so I wanted to babysit so I was reading like babysitters club and all of that and I was just like oh my god I should start my own babysitting business yeah I know It, it was super weird especially since I was so little nobody would trust me with their kids I don't think anyone would even trust me now, but I wanted to do it, so I went to the park, and I charged, like, so I found, like, um, parents and guardians with their babies, and I basically asked them if I can get a few cents for kind of pushing them on the swing. And I love this. I did it with this other girl who was like two years younger than me. And, um, we really enjoyed it. It was, it was called baby on the block. And this, I was like obsessed with this business. This was like my first real business. Well, it wasn't a real business, but it was the first time I was like getting money from people and, you know, doing all that. Um, and I even got customized shirts printed that said baby on the block. It was, really cool, I don't know how I come up with names, I just kind of came up with Baby on the Block, it's pretty cool, because, like, you know, you're just taking care of babies on the block, but, yeah, it's kind of cool, I guess, um, and I was basically just pushing kids on the swing, and, like, kind of, um taking care of them but just like so the guardians could see it was literally at the park it was just so i can have like a little start and i felt like i was doing something even though i was doing nothing but i think it was pretty cool um and yes i did with someone else that was like when i realized my love for managing a business um selling a service or product, and just um getting it out to people and seeing what people think of it so that was my like baby on the block story now i'm gonna go into a way bigger story um it's about Rainbow Loom, and, um, I have told you guys that I love Rainbow Loom. I love Rainbow Loom, like, I will never quit Rainbow Loom, even if I take, like, a year break, I will not quit, because, I mean, I don't, I don't want to quit Rainbow Loom. It's a great, it's like, you literally can make anything out of rubber bands, and it's literally its own art form, but, talking about Rainbow Loom in a podcast, obviously, credits to Hooked on Looming, if you haven't checked it out, but... I'm going to talk about my story with Rainbow Loom and yeah so basically I started Rainbow Loom when I was very 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 young so I was like really little right I was probably yeah it was in 2014 I wasn't actually looming like you're like how could you possibly loom well well I was very young so I mean I wasn't doing it myself. So first I thought like, of course I was getting toys and then my parents I guess just bought me a rainbow once cause it was like a very trending toy in that year and they bought one so yeah. And um, I think that's what happened with a lot of people. Um, so I got the rainbow. balloon. Um, I thought it was so cool. Like I loved seeing like all the little bracelets on the package and like all of that it just made me like so happy and I really wanted to make it. But of course I like knew that was so little like I couldn't possibly do this and so I got my mom and I would like sit with her and I would place the bands and then she would hook them and we were just making like the normal single chains and then like I kind of stopped looming I guess for a little while well I had this vision of giving them to people which kind of ties into businesses like on the first day of school because I was going into like my first day of school but then I realized that it didn't exactly go that way, like, so I didn't give them to people to go, but I just thought the rainbow loom was really cool, but then for some reason, I stopped looming, and then a few years later, I was like, hmm, I want to try this again, so I, I still didn't have any confidence to loom, so I got my dad this time, and I was like, even if you could just make the basic basics, it'd be really cool, I just want to have some rainbow loom, so I, for a while, I was just placing the bands, and he would hook them, and then we, um, one of my favorite loomers ever, I don't know who I don't know if any of you know this but um looming by anna or looming underscore by underscore anna she doesn't loom anymore um but i wish she loomed because her designs were absolutely amazing she had the best tutorials very easy to follow very fun and entertaining to watch and her voice is so cute but anyway um so i loved those tutorials and i got my dad to do them like i would place the bands because that's like the only thing i thought i could do and then um, after like a while, f- somewhere in this period of time, I realized that, why was I making my dad hook it when I could hook it myself? I just realized how like simple it was. I, well, it wasn't simple. So I feel like rainbow loom does not come naturally to me. It's something I've really worked at and honed in and like perfected every little detail. So it's not something that comes naturally to me. Um, but I really worked hard at it. I have probably failed like, half of my creations that I've ever made, like, I feel like I failed more than any loomer, and I still fail today, it's not like I don't fail, I do fail, just said way harder things, but, um, basically, um, I was looming, and I was finally, like, trying to get into it, so for a while, I was just making, like, some of these bracelets, which, um, obviously, I haven't discovered, like, other stuff yet, and then, like, fast forward a few years, um, I just, just was enjoying looming, I was getting a few. not nothing big, and then in, this was 2019, so, great year, this was summer 2019, which, of course, great, good vibes, kind of time period, um, I can't believe it was almost two years ago, by the way, but that was when I saw a girl who I knew, she was a friend, I guess, um, I didn't know her that well, but, um, she was selling bracelets at the park, and I was, like, I, of course, like, I knew that you can sell bracelets park, but I, I was just like, well, they were bead bracelets, so they weren't, um, rainbow loom, um, so basically, I sell them, and I was like, um, well, of course I had to buy one, because I love supporting little small businesses. and when I see something, this is just a fun fact, when I see something that's even a little bit tempting, like, I have this whole thing of fuzzy worms that I bought from a friend, last year and I don't really use them now but like I just had to because they were so literally so cute and I just had to get my hands on them so that's just kind of what happens with me and like little trinkets and then I never really I don't know where that bracelet is but I would pay a lot of money for that bracelet now, because it was basically what inspired me to sell, um, just the way she was selling them, just the way she kind of had this casual business set up was just really inspiring to me, I guess, just to um, try to start my own. So basically I did. I was like, what should I do? And then I came across Rainbow because I had been doing it for a lot of years now. And I was just like, this is perfect, I gotta do this. Um, So I did. And I first, the first time, so I got this big box. I like, I had this box and I had like um, a ton of um, creations, bracelets and charms that I would put in the box and then I would take them to the park and I would put the box down. At first I had a chair, but then I realized I didn't need a chair. Well, so I had a chair and I was like coming up to people individually. I was like, I'm selling rainbow looms. Like they're really cool. You can check them out. Um, a lot of people were so supportive and I just, that's one of my favorite parts about being a small business. Even more than the money, I feel like the feeling when you get a sale is like even more valuable because it's just, it's, it's such a great feeling and it's almost even better than when you buy something because it's like, this is like amazing. Someone's noticing my work, someone's buying from me. And, um, I started to become really successful. I probably have sold like like, maybe a hundred or more of these rainbow lobes. and th- this whole entire summer, I was very focused on bringing them to the park, I would do multiple times a week, I think, and I would just bring them to the park, I would say, hey, I'm doing rainbows." and some days, I would make, like, $40 in a day, which I think is very good, and I kept doing that, even when there were, like, just a few people at the park, I managed to get sales, which I am so thankful for, like, The fact that people, like, I know I'm someone who can't resist these things, but I know some people are just like, meh, that's just okay, but then people really supported me, and they're like, I want to buy this, and it's kind of like an impulse purchase, obviously, but um, there were a lot of kids who were going, like, crazy over all the characters and charms and little bracelets I had. There were kids who would look at them for, like, so many, well, not hours, but, like, minutes, and they would just come and ask me questions, and it was just really fun, and that's one of it's part of what I love most about having business, it's just so cool. But then, of course, I was doing it. And then this crazy little thing called COVID came. And it was so unexpected. Like, we thought we were just going to have school off for like two weeks, but then COVID came. And I was like, well, first, I wasn't thinking about my business. I was just thinking like, are we going to be okay? But then after like a few months, I was like, oh, yeah, how am I going to be making money to buy the stuff I want? So um, I didn't really have a solution to this. Because how would I do this without just um, making purchases in person? I knew about online shopping, but honestly, I just want to take, like, a moment to say this. Um, Online shopping, I mean, like, it's very different from when you're in person. Like, obviously, if you're a big company like Amazon, you're going to get sales, guaranteed. But, like, if you're a small business, it's really, really, like... At the park, of course, the sale will be great. But online, it's, like, even more great. Because it's very hard to notice online. Like, on this whole entire thing of Etsy or wherever you're selling. um, I think a lot of people use Etsy or, like, just your own website. It's just so hard to come across. And when you're in person, it's, like, it's right there. So, it's very easy to sell. Well, I'm not going to call it easy. But it's very, um, it's more simple to sell in person. So, I finally created an Etsy shop. And this is not, like, a commercial, um, but um, I do put in a lot of work to my accretions. Um, uh, Basically, I finally, in the the summer, I started an Etsy shop. And it's, well, I'm changing the name, but it's called Sophie Style Co., and if, you, if it does say one sale, that's because I did a test sale to, like, kind of see how it was going to be figured out, so no, I didn't get any sales, it was kind of devastating, but I feel like I've gotten a lot better at taking pictures, and, like, now I have an Instagram, and all these people who support me and my podcast, so I'm hoping it goes differently when I renovate my Etsy shop, but um, that's pretty much my story with Rainbow Loom, I really, really, really love Rainbow Loom. It's just, there's endless possibilities. Like, you think it's this toy, but then you realize that rubber bands are like an art form, just like yarn is, in my opinion. And, um, I didn't stop there. I always love creating small businesses. I didn't, I don't actually have this on my list, but I do want to talk about some of my, um, other failed small businesses. The Rainbow Loom was really successful, um, and Baby on the Block was like good for my age, but, um, these had, like, no sales, no recognition at all, um, yeah, so basically, I had two big ones that I was kind of thinking of, one, well, they kind of, like, well, one of them was called Seaside Scrunchies, and I wanted, like, Rainbow are cool, but I kind of wanted more of, like, a trendy, if you know what I mean, business, um, not that Rainbow is bad, like, it's amazing, and I, this is, like, Rainbow is still my favorite business, but, I just kind of wanted to try something new I guess so I created scrunchies so I do like to sew um and I sewed the scrunchies and I will say they weren't very good um I tried to sell them um on Etsy and that was the same shop I was selling Rainbow Loom and scrunchies and um I didn't get any sales I'm not surprised though because I wouldn't buy that either So, yeah. And then the other one was Bliss Bags, which came with scrunchies and bracelets. So, I guess the reason why that didn't go anywhere is because I never even sold them. But I was really excited about the idea at the time. So, yeah. Those were the two. And then I have one business that is still in progress. Um, It does have an Instagram. So, you can go follow it. Shop Vibe Clothing. It is a clothing company. Because I'm like, clothing is one of my favorite things. And how could I not have created a business about clothing? So, I did. Well, well, they're not for sale yet. They're pre-order and they have been for like a month and a half but i haven't ordered the shirts yet i'm sorry guys i just haven't had the time but if you guys really are interested in these vibe clothing i will be even more motivated to kind of get this business up and running so if you do want to comment on one of my posts or like something like that um if you um are really interested in that business um comment on shop vibe clothing and be like and comment vibe just comment vibe um just to tell me that you're listening and that um you want to see vibe calling because I'm really not sure how many people would actually be interested in it. But basically, oh, I haven't even explained. Basically, they're customized. Well, they're not customized. I call them customized. They're not. I customize them and I design them. And they're basically really cool, like trendy, um, vibey, I guess, sayings that you can put on shirts. And it's kind of I mean, I think it's a good idea. I just think a lot of people do it. I think it's kind of more of like a home kind of small business i don't think anyone knows what i mean but um it's more of like a like buy from me because i'm local kind of thing except like and not like buy from me because i'm different so it's like more of a business that a lot of people have of course nobody has exactly the same type of business but yeah shop vibe clothing on instagram if you want to check it out and now well actually i think i'm going to reverse these so i had testimonies on the list and struggles on the list but i'm going to reverse those i'm going to say struggles first because i want to talk about struggles before i get into the testimonies because it's a good lead um i had two amazing small businesses um if you did get dm'd on instagram and you're listening to this and you're like i wish mine could be featured if you still want to tell me a few sentences, it's just because I really need to get recording because my episodes come out. I always record my episodes the day before they come out, so I just like to kind of, I like the rush, I guess. I don't know. I really don't, but I do that. So anyway, struggles of being a small business. So I didn't address these, well, I did, but more struggles I mean, with online shopping, I mean, of course, in, with in-person shopping, but more with online, I just feel like, like I said, it's really hard to get noticed. Like, pe- like even if there's an Etsy ad and you click onto Etsy, there's still a very low chance that people are going to find your business. So, I think the best way is to create an Instagram, and um, sometimes you won't sell anything. Um, that's, this is the biggest struggle, like, you're gonna be so like discouraged. The biggest um, kind of quality I like in small business owners is when they're okay with not getting orders. Like let's say I don't sell anything in a whole month, that's okay. It just it's not even the people's fault because if there's someone who truly is obsessed with your creation, chances are they're gonna buy, especially if it's reasonably, reasonably priced um, and stuff like that. But um it's just hard to get noticed especially online even in the playground some people just like walked by and I I don't blame them um it, but yeah I there were definitely a lot of people who looked and saw my small business and I've sold out and everything and I have like a lot of creations in those boxes when I start and then I sell a lot of them I put them on the box so um I hope I can do this again in the summer I'm really hoping to start it back up because it was just the feeling when you get an order and the fact that it's kind of like a job but you don't really have to like kind of have a job like it is a job it's kind of like you're your own boss kind of thing and I love having a small business and I do want to do it as a career if I can I just love it I love small businesses and maybe there will be another episode where I talk more about other small businesses I talked more about personal stuff this time um, and I wanna do pros and cons and then testimonies. So pros of being a small business. Well, you'll make money. Like I said, that's obvious, but you'll get really good skills that you can use even if you're not gonna do it as a career. And another thing is that there's the feeling when you make a sale or kind of someone um, likes your work. Um, it's just a great feeling. So those are pros. The cons is that it might lower your self-esteem like if you're not selling anything. I think it's actually, it would hire your self-esteem if your business is successful. But just remember that I am very successful in person and I'm not as successful online. So it's just about your audience and you will be successful one day. If you're really putting the work in, people will notice it. Um, so yeah, those are basically pros and cons. There are really no cons. If you guys want to start an Etsy shop, it does cost money, kind of like all those Etsy transactions or whatever fees that they make you pay for, but it's really not that bad. Um, and you should follow your dreams, especially if you love crafting or if you have a bunch of vintage things or, um, kind of valuable things that you want to sell, um, and tweak up a little bit. Um, this is your sign to create a small business. And I am sophie.looms on Instagram. Um, if you want to check out some of the things I've made, I will be trying to be active on there. I have a lot of Loomy Groomy and I've never posted. I'm pretty sure I've never posted Loomy Groomy and I've been making a ton. So yeah, I kind of just got into it. It's pretty hard. Well, it's not hard once you get the hang of it, but it's like looks intimidating because of how it kind of appears. But now I want to get into the testimonies. Um, so kind of like the grand finale, I'm pretty sure it does keep recording when I open a new tab. I record this on a phone. So I have the screenshots of the two testimonies. Um, I really, really hope this keeps the recording. I really hope. The first, um, testimony is from Angie's Handmade Crafts. Um, thank you so much. So I'm going to read it. Um, it says... Hi, I'm Angie's Handmade Crafts. I sell handmade items, and I love being a small business. Of course, there's some ups and downs of not getting sales and having people want free stuff, but it's manageable. Yeah, I think... um, Yeah, so basically, she... Of course, I talked about not having sales and how you shouldn't let it get you down. But I haven't really touched on the free stuff. So I want to... I've never had this... um, Actually, no, I have. Um, I forgot. I have had this... um, It's not really a problem. It's actually flattering. Um, Of course, they don't want to spend money. But, I mean, they still are taking an interest, I guess, in what you're selling. And um, I think that's still pretty flattering. I know it's, it's definitely annoying. Like, I worked hard on this. But, um it happens, but anyway, I just wanted to talk about, like, it's kind of flattering, I've had this at the playground, well, I did end up, um, having these really, really tiny things that take, like, 10 seconds to make for free, but, um, it's sometimes, um, i have people asking for free stuff and it is really heartbreaking when you have to tell them no especially in person i feel like online it might be a little more like confronting like i want this for free but in person it's like you can tell that they really are interested in your product so You know, it is manageable, like um, Angie's Handmade Crafts said, but thank you so much. Go follow her. Like I said, it can make someone's day if you guys just drop a follow on some people who you really think are worthy of a follow. It can make someone's day. Like, I know it's not much, but it really can, so go follow her. And the next testimony, let me pull it up. So this is by, let me just check because I didn't have the username. Screenshot it. It was Icy Girl Lips. Um, definitely check them out. Um, she says, being an owner of a small business is tough. We have to work from the ground up. We promote every day on all social platforms. We don't get orders all the time, but when we do, it makes our day knowing that we are releasing products people love. Like I said, yes. Um, that's what I've kind of been talking about. Some of it. I haven't been talking about... It is tough. It's very rewarding, though. Um, yes, you do have to build your small business. You have to kind of have a workspace. You have to dedicate time to it. Just know that if you're starting one. Um, yes, we do um, have to... Well, I wouldn't... Well, it's yeah, it's promoting, but I actually really enjoy posting on my um Rain Bloom account. Um, it, yeah, you're kind of promoting your business, but at the same time, you're just giving people the... Um, satisfaction of looking at your creations, um, I don't have a, um, account for my rainbow in business, I just use, like, my rainbow account, but yes, um, we do not get orders all the time, um, I just think that's the most relatable thing, when you don't get an order for, like, a month, and then you, one pops in, and like, eee! and then, um, Amazon getting, like, a thousand in a millisecond, but, you know, it's, um, small business, the, The culture of being a small business thank you so much to icy girl lips for sending this in um and the last part is it makes our day knowing that we are losing products people love like i said that feeling it's just everything so go follow those two people amazing people who shared their testimonies with me and Remember, guys, being a small business isn't just slapping some things together. I said I kind of wrapped it up with this in the fan page. I'm sorry if it's cheesy, but it does take work. Everything I talk about in this podcast, it has some layering. It's not just you throw it together. You have to commit time to anything you want to do. I love projects. I love kind of creating new things. Um, I Yeah, but it does take work. It does take commitment um, it does take time and effort, and, um, but it's worth it, um, yeah, so now we're gonna be doing the outro, um, I hope you enjoyed your cookies, um, so yeah, outro, um, thank you for listening to the third episode, I'm not sure if you've listened to all the episodes, but, um, thank you, um, once again, if you guys have listened to this episode and well, okay. So if you've listened to this episode, you're going to comment, um, one of my posts, you're going to comment a red heart. If you've listened to two of my episodes, you're going to comment, uh, orange heart. And then if you've listened to uh, three episodes, you're going to comment a yellow heart. And then you're going to comment two pink hearts, like the two hearts. If you are, um, if you watched everything like Including the like podcast intro, so just a little fun thing for you to do to let me know. I really um, sometimes I like I said I do play these back and I want to um, see if people are listening. Um. So yeah. Um. I know one day I'm gonna look back at these podcasts and be like, I was so cringy, but I'm even cringy now. Anyway. Um but thank you so, so much for listening, um, it gets old, but it seriously is amazing that you'll listen to me, and I wonder what you guys are multitasking with when you're listening, but anyway, um, sometimes I just listen to podcasts, and I have nothing else to do, so I just, like, listen to them, but who knows, um, I love podcasts, I love having this podcast, and this episode is almost 30 minutes, whoa, is this my longest one, yes, I feel like they're getting longer and longer, but also because I do the outros really long, and it's just, like, thank you guys, but, um, yeah, I'm, so, remember, Cookies with Sophie on Instagram, if you want to get featured next week, um, well, I will, um, DM small businesses again, well, not small businesses, but, like, I'm not sure, I actually plan out the topic, like, usually on Mondays, what I'm gonna do for next week, but, um, If you guys do have requests remember let me know because it would be really cool to do a request in one to see what people actually want to hear but i think small businesses are also a very universal topic that we can all kind of relate to um i might have another one where i kind of go into more depth on other people's experience with small businesses but um i hope you enjoyed this um put away your cookies and i will see you guys next time bye guys i'm clicking the stop button and now i have to listen to this all over again but i'm really sad that i have to end recording and i'm leaving you guys again for another week but you guys can get through it um good luck if you have any tests or anything and i will see you guys next time bye guys i'm pressing in three two one